Hello, everybody. Welcome to this recap edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Uh, I want to be real honest with you. This is going to be a rough, another rough recap. Um, and we're not going to talk a lot about the game yesterday. A um, couple reasons. Full disclosure, I didn't watch a single bit of it. So I basically watched highlights. And number two, I don't – what's the point of talking about it? I mean, there wasn't <laughs> – I don't think there's I don't think there's a lot that you can glean from that game other than it was a a complete and utter disaster uh for Texas Tech in all facets of the game. I mean, you know, I talked about on Friday that, you know, defense, I thought defense could rebound, I thought special teams could take care of things. They were just as bad as as the offense and the offense was even worse than it was last week. So, it's it's a mess. It is a mess right now when it comes to Texas Tech football. I feel like I'm in the same position that I've been in over the last decade. Tech football is just bleh. And basketball season starts November the 8th. No, wait, no. November the 7th, excuse me. Texas A&M Commerce. And they do scrimmage next week, too, against A&M. So, in Denton. So, if you're in Denton, go to that game. But anyway, um... Yeah, it's it's a mess for Tech. Um, you know, a couple things that I, I really f- believe right now. Number one, if Baron Morton does not come back this year, you're not going to win another game. And I think even if Baron Morton comes back, I have a hard time believing you will be lucky to win maybe one game, two, if you're really lucky. I just – it is – I mean, the wheels have fallen off, basically. Um, I I don't have much hope in stock in the rest of the season. Um, it's This is 2014-level disappointment right now. Uh, clearly, this team was extremely overhyped. Um, now, is this a step back from last year? Or is this is this team coming back down to earth from bubbling up and being really lucky in one score games last year. That's my big question. And I don't, I don't know the answer to that because I think certainly there is a possibility that this last year's team that went eight and five was about as equal to this team, but they were able to, they, I mean, they went what three and oh, four and oh against, uh, in one score games. Um, and you think about that, that swings the other way, you're in the position you're in this year. Um, la- I mean, yesterday's game, like I said, I, I don't really want to talk a lot about yesterday's game is, uh, that much because it, it, it was a disaster. And, um, you know, I don't want to lay, I really don't want to like ream out Jake Strong because he's been put in a pretty bad situation as a true freshman and going out there expecting to win big 12 games on the road. Um, I, I think the game plan, they tried to run the ball as much as they could, but you turn the ball over there. You turn the ball over with, um, and with interceptions, you turn the ball over on special teams. You're not going to win games when you have five turnovers. That's not even counting the turnover on downs. So um, defense looked, you know, 
defense played pretty terrible as well. Um, this this is just one of those games you just this is from every and like I said, I didn't see the full game, so again, I'm kind of going based on just op- things I've read and, and clips. This is very reminiscent uh, reminiscent of the 2011 um, Oklahoma State game. Very reminiscent of 2016 Iowa State. This is this was just a disaster of a game, and here's you're 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 on your bye week next week, and that's to me that's a little bit of a double edged sword. Here's why I say that: um, it's good news because you now have the opportunity to get healthy, put some distance between this game and your next game, um, and you hope you hope Baron Morton can come back. Because like I said, I I don't see. I don't see another win if Baron Morton's not not your your quarterback, and I'm I, I, that's I'm trying not to mean that as a shot at Jake Strong. He's a true freshman, and he is who he is. He's just not ready. He's not ready to be out there playing in Big Twelve games, and it's you know unfortunately it's not fair to him. And you just kind of hope at some point, at some season at, with Texas Tech football, you're not having to play three quarterbacks every year. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that is what it is. Um, but it's also a double-edged sword that it's a bye week because this horrible loss is going to linger for the next couple weeks. And, you know, there's a lot of people not happy with, with the coaching staff. Um, a lot of, th- and I'm going to address some of that because I, and I'm going to, I'm probably going to make a former tech player mad because he called out the coaching staff and, I don't know. It it rubbed me the wrong way, but um, yeah, I, I just I I I don't see a pathway. I clear. I, I certainly don't see a pathway to a bowl game. Uh, I think you. I think that door is about ninety nine percent shut. Um, so what I'm looking for in these last where we last four games is does this team quit? Because I think if this team comes out and it looks like that they've quit, you've got a big culture problem in your locker room. If they come out and they're giving it their all and, yeah, they're getting their butt beat, I'll totally take that. Um, you know, there was the issue with the spitting player. I don't, I don't want to get into that either because I didn't see it. I know some people said they didn't, he didn't do it. Some people said he – I don't know. Um, I hope that he didn't spit at the BYU player. And I hope that if he did, and there's clear evidence that there's some discipline involved, because that's unacceptable. Uh, I don't want any team that represents teams that I like to be doing that. That's just, it's low class. Um, but that's what I'm looking for is, is this team going to just come out and just be, you know, sleepwalk through these next four games and get get their butts beat in because they don't care or is it going to be because there's still a talent gap? That's what I'm going to be looking for. Um, I'm also kind of glad that we don't have another Saturday game till November 11th, uh, which I won't even get, I, I probably won't see that game. Um, cause I've, I'm actually going to be in a wedding that day. Shout out to Alan and Andrea. Congratulations on your upcoming nuptials. <laughs> so, um, I'm kind of, I, like I said, I think I'm kind of done with tech football this season. I, I watch Black Friday against Texas and hope beyond hope that they can hand uh, UT a loss to kick their butts out of the uh, 
Big 12, but I I think we're kind of at a point where you this this was this is just not a very good team. And yeah, they were absolutely overhyped. Um and that's I mean, certainly the football team themselves overhyped them. I think we all kind of bought, I bought into the hype. I started to buy into the hype certainly predicting predicting them to be 9 and 3. Um you're just not very good and your kind of your hope against hope right now is these great recruiting classes that you're bringing in. Number 1, this one that's coming up that everybody still wants to come. Because I've seen that movie before. And I think based on everything, seems like they all still want to come. So that's good. Um, and then I think number two, they live up to this, to the hype that, that the recruiting rankings are giving them, because I think you're going to need, you're going to need them to produce quickly. Um, and you're, yeah, you're going to need to produce quickly. Um, absolutely. You know, so just a very frustrating, I mean, tech, tech football, I mean, the last decade has just been a frustration after frustration you've had uh, you know years of hope last year was a really good year of hope and you're like oh maybe they finally have turned the corner and they're not gonna be the you know the poop in the punch bowl that is tech athletics and now you're kind of feel like are we back to that or is this just a really bad year and we're gonna shake this off and 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 you know what you got four games you bring you get you get baron morton back I could still see a scenario you win you win some of these games and you put together some wins. I don't have a lot of faith in that right now just based on performance, but it could happen, you know, but extremely frustrating. And here's what I want to address, you know, uh, Jack Anderson, you know, he was the offense he was an offensive line lineman um when Cliff was here. So he tweeted out basically suggesting there needs to be changes on coaching staff here's why that rubbed me the wrong way and and maybe there maybe there needs to be i don't know i'm not prepared to call for anybody's job yet i'm just that's not me and i'm not there yet but it rubs me the wrong way when you were part of some of the worst texas tech teams ever ever that you want to call out a coaching staff that you didn't play for you know, this is not Graham Harrell or Michael Crabtree or, you know, Byron Hanspard or, you know, uh, good Lord, I'm having a brain fart. Allison, the quarterback from the 70s. It's This is not one of them calling out this team. You know, guys that have skins on the wall that they were successful, they had a successful time at Texas Tech. Because here's, here's my association with Jack Anderson. Had a lot of talent. You know, I think he's in the NFL, or he might have he made an NFL team, but his team, but his teams at Texas Tech were garbage, and you had Patrick Mahomes for a while, and you still were garbage. You still couldn't garner nothing but a nothing better than a seven and six record when you had generational talent like Patrick Mahomes. So I, I'm not, I don't, t- I don't hold any value um, from Cliff era players calling out this team because you didn't you sure as heck didn't deliver so 
anyway, I know that's probably going to be a controversial take, and I really don't care. It just rubbed me the wrong way um, in, a, in many, many ways. Um, yeah. I think, I think, again, I think the biggest thing in these next four games is I want to see that this team has not quit. If this team has not quit and it's, it's an issue of talent gap, I'm good because I know something that's not been talked about a lot is, you know, you, 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 Joey McGuire did inherit a pretty bad cupboard that Matt Wells left. Matt Wells was a horrible recruiter. And I hate to say that about another coach. And he seems like a very nice man and all that, but his recruiting at Texas tech was substandard um, for whatever reason. And it wasn't just him. Cliff, Cliff is Cliff's recruiting was substandard too. Um, for most of his tenure. So you've, you've, you've had almost a decade of substandard recruiting. And again, maybe that's going to, that's what we're seeing. Um, I'm not ready to call for any coaches heads right now. I'm just not, I know people are upset with Kitley and the offense. I, I, number one, I don't think you can lay his play calling. I can, I don't think you can lay his play calling and blame it for them losing yesterday. Because Kitley is not play calling interceptions and fumbles and all that. That's, that's execution. Um, so I, I'm a tech. I'm still a tech football fan. I will continue to be a tech football fan. I just expect. I just don't expect much the rest of this year. And I'm just hoping that this re, these recruiting classes you're bringing in are soon to pay dividends that's my hope right now um so that's kind of where we're at you know the rest of the big 12 i i don't know i just don't care (laughs) um i think we're hurtling towards a texas oklahoma rematch which that's horrible too because then the narrative is going to be well the big 12 uh, you know are losing their best programs um so someone beat those two programs ucf you came close yesterday houston you came close yesterday so maybe there's hope that someone can knock those two programs off. BYU, you're playing Texas next week. Beat them. Come on. Um, so, yeah. And I, I got to give kudos to Oklahoma State. I didn't think they'd be in 5-2. Five, five and two. I thought they'd be down where Tech's at. So, you know what? Maybe, maybe we all kind of prematurely were burying Mike Gundy and Alan Bowman, too. And I've said this before on this podcast. I don't get I don't get the Alan Bowman hate from tech fans. Um, I I hope I hope all I hope good for Alan Bowman. I you know he never did anything to run down tech. He unfortunately got bit by the injury bug and just and I think obviously in hindsight it was probably best for him to transfer and get a new beginning and he's getting that so kudos to him. But yeah. Oklahoma State would would not have expected them to be five and two at this point, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's frustrating. Football, basketball begins November seventh. That's all I'll say. So, I'm gonna stop now because I really don't know what else to say about the state of the football program. Here's kind of the recording schedule um, coming up. So, since there is no Texas Tech game. This upcoming weekend, I won't record on a Friday. Part of it is I'm going to go see Texas Tech hockey play, which I'm really excited about. 
you know, if you're in the Amarillo area, they play at the Ice Ranch. They're playing this upcoming weekend, Friday at 7 and then Saturday at 1230. Um, you know, even if you're in Lubbock, you don't you don't have a tech football game to worry about and watch. Come on up. It's like a 90 minute drive from a Lubbock to Amarillo. That, not bad at all. And come support this hockey team. I think they, they won this last weekend against Houston's. They're getting them. They're getting them here this weekend. So, you know, come. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Come. Uh, come see it. Come see the games. So anyway, um, I'll record probably. I might record Saturday night, might Sunday. It just kind of depends on scheduling. But I'll record then. You know, we'll have a lot to talk about Cowboys, Chiefs. Congratulations, Chiefs win again. Um, I don't know if y'all saw. They haven't really covered it much, but I guess Taylor Swift was at the game again today. So, interesting. (laughs) Um, So, I'll only do one episode next weekend. And I will probably only do one episode the following weekend. Uh, I won't have a recap. I will just kind of roll the TCU recap into the regular episode since uh, TCU and Tech is going to be a Thursday night game. Um, and then the weekend after, I may, that, that'll be um, – I'm, I'm involved in a wedding, so I don't, I don't know how that recording will all work, but you know, you'll, you'll, pro- you'll get a recap episode at some point. I don't know. Well, we will cross that bridge. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So that's kind of the plan as far as scheduling. So continue to tell your friends about the Chris Carpenter show. I, I, you know, I do, I do enjoy recording this even when Texas Tech struggles and loses. Um, you know, but piece of advice to all fans: let it go, forget about it. Go find some. So go find fun things to do. That, you know, don't ever get so wrapped up in a football team that that you allow them winning or losing to dictate your life. There is so much more. Um, you know, watch the Rangers tonight. Maybe they can they can pull off a win. That'd be awesome. You know, but um, yeah, don't ever don't ever allow a, a football game to dictate your your happiness or sadness. So I will see you this upcoming weekend for the bye week edition of. The Chris Carpenter Show.